Thank you so much for joining me today on the No BS Well Tribe podcast where we discuss hormone health and many other wellness topics important to women headed towards empty nest and retirement. My name is Jure Pearson. I'm a life transformation coach and strategist. I work with women interested in massive self-expansion. If you feel that you physically or emotionally could be more well, you're in the right place. Welcome, Well Tribe. Let's begin. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am really excited. This is my first ever podcast and the first ever episode of the No BS Well Tribe podcast. Um, this is going to be a amazing platform for me to be able to reach more people than I had before. So just, I, I'm so grateful. So thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Uh, today's episode, I wanted to touch a little bit about who I am and how I have transitioned my life over the years to get to where I'm at today and how wellness seeked me out uh, to serve. So I have not always been a wellness coach. In fact, I if you knew me 10 years ago, you wouldn't even believe that I do what I do today. I was definitely not on the health path at all when I found wellness. And going clear back to when I was a tiny, tiny kid, um, I was really set up actually to uh, not be healthy. So when I was really little, I came from from very humble background. I We didn't have financial means. And in fact, there was a lot of negative aspects about my life when I was a child that sort of set me up to have you know, some some psychological things that I've had to overcome and, and um, depression and anxiety has run pretty rampant in my life and I've had to, that's something that I've learned to manage naturally, you know, now, but not always. And um, so there was, you know, I, I, when I was a kid, I was running from a lot of things. I, my stepdad was a very big, intimidating man who was, physically and psychologically abusive to my entire immediate family not just me but to my entire immediate family and so with that fear living with that fear and uncertainty and insecurity um, from a young age I had sort of built up preconceived notions about things and grown mindsets about you know money mindsets money mindset blocks and different blocks about things and the perceptions that I had were were definitely skewed as far as what healthy relationships look like and what we should be striving for in our lives and what's even um, possible in our lives. Um, However, even though I came from that background, there were still two things. Now I see that there were two things that were always very clear in my mind. And there's, I've always kind of wondered, you know, I've always kind of batted it around in my head like how did I overcome this stuff Uh, there were so many toxic things that I'd gone through in my life that it seemed like I should have probably not dealt with as well as I did and I've realized over the years that the two there were two things that I knew from a very young age for as long as I can recall really um, that helped me throughout my process and the first one was that I never really felt alone So there was always sort of a spiritual side to me. I knew that no matter how grim the circumstances were and whatever the situation was at the time, I was always going to be okay. I felt sort of wrapped up in love. So I, even though no matter how lonely I actually was physically, I still knew that 
the universe had my back or God had my back, however you, you personally want to interpret that. So that helped me get through a lot of things. That kept me sort of having an internal drive and an internal uh, vision for my future and also kept me pushing forward when things seemed almost impossible. So never feeling alone and feeling like there was something more out there and something bigger than me uh, really drove me to where I got to today. The other thing that I am really grateful for that sort of goes along with that is that I always knew that I had a purpose. I always knew there was something bigger than me that I was here for. I was here as a catalyst, so to speak, to a bigger purpose. So I knew I needed um, wholeheartedly, I've always needed to help people. That's something that I've always sort of just done without putting much thought into. When I... I mean, I remember clear back elementary school and middle school was when it people started really coming to me and asking me for advice, and it seemed like even people much older than me were respectful of my opinions on situations, and they would tell me, you know, confide in me and things and trust that I would keep their um, their secrets, and they could they could really they sort of had a sounding board and I, you know, at a very, I was very proud of that. That was something at a very young age that I was really, really proud of. And growing up, that was something I carried with me. So when I was 15 um, years old, I moved out of my house, my parents' house, my mom and my stepdad's house, into my own apartment and got a job and started working on my own and sort of got rid of some of the some of the negativity that was going on in my life just because of leaving that situation. And then, you know, when I starting when you start living on your own at such a, a young age and working a lot and struggling to make ends meet all the time, you grow even deeper money block mindsets, you know, money mindset blocks. And so those I was so used to being poor and I was so used to using words like poor and, you know, I can't afford this, I can't afford that. And it makes you think that you're not deserving of a lot of things in your life. However, because when I was young, I was so empathic. So, to you know, now I know that I was picking up a lot of other people's feelings, a lot of other people's emotions as I was growing up. And that also helped me get through a lot of things. So it was, when you're empathic, it's, does a, it's positive and negative. You're picking up both the positive feelings of people and the negative feelings of people. So even at a young age, even though we didn't have money personally and we didn't take vacations and we didn't have luxuries that, you know, a lot of people do, I still knew at my core what that felt like. I still knew how it would feel to be in a cohesive, healthy relationship with my family and have good things that made me feel uh, free, you know, to be able to do what we wanted and be able to do the things without having to always check the bank account and, you know, get down to the very last penny to do something if we got to do that at all, you know. so. I, you know, after I moved out and was on my own for a few years, my early 20s, I went to college. I put myself through college starting at about 22 years old, and I spent about eight years 
doing different things, trying to figure out exactly where my purpose um, fit in, where I was going to be most useful with my desire to help people. So I started out with psychology because I knew that even from you know early 20s, I knew that the, our minds were so powerful and that a lot of the emotions that we were feeling had to do with our preconcept or preconceived mindsets on things and it intrigued me from the beginning with psychology um however about a year to two years into doing psychology about about a year into doing psychology i started sort of gaining some confidence in the math and science arena and found chemistry and i loved chemistry even though i struggled my first you know chem 101 class i struggled through it i still something in me was just i just loved it it was super analytical but it there was and you know there was answers for everything and because i'm so type a i mean i really am am uh i like to pick information apart and really try and figure everything out and stuff and so chemistry for me was that you know chemistry gave me something to strive for and a challenge and I was always trying you know I was always challenged and I was always trying to learn new things doing that and I loved that so after being a chemistry major I during this time you know my early 20s was when I met my husband and he you know he was really the first person in my life that I knew was such a core part of my life you know he was an integral part of my life and where I was going and where I wanted to be and I just adored him and that was he got diagnosed with his first autoimmune disease in our early 20s which was alopecia but that subsided on its own after a year or so and we kind of put that to the back of our minds so you know I might so I'm going to college and I'm learning all about science I did cancer research with the chemistry department at Boise State University and really loved the health aspect of everything and being able to change lives that way and you know even increase the uh people's longevity of life and all of these things and I really loved all of that but being in a lab for 12 to 14 hours a day just wasn't where I saw myself doing the most beneficial work so I wanted more one-on-one -on -one with people and I wanted to you know I wanted to feel how I was impacting people I wanted to be able to feel that also and sort of have a back and forth give and take relationship with people so I when we ended up moving again moving back home and my we got married and I I had my babies so I had two babies and during that time I gained over 80 pounds and um, we got married and we I switched majors because the town that I moved to didn't offer a chemistry program and I already was not sure that was where I wanted to go anyway so I switched my major again to nursing and I became a nursing assistant and I did nursing for another year and this was while I was you know raising my babies so they were they were a few you know a few years old now and I was getting physically more ill and more ill I my habits were just not not good so I was drinking a lot of soda for one thing this was one of the major things looking back the main way that I was getting my sugar intake was through uh, copious amounts of soda like 12 10 to 12 Pepsi's a day or more 
starting from the time I woke up on. I was a very, I was a convenience eater, so everything was processed and boxed, and you know, if I could pour a can of soup in something and put it in the oven, then um, that was definitely for me, you know. So we, in our 20s, he had gone through this autoimmune thing, and I had had, um, at 27, 28, 29 years old was when I had my babies, he got, Tim actually, my husband started to break out in psoriasis. And I say break out because that's really how it happened. It it came on like a rash and it just kept growing. And it, over a year's time, it covered essentially his entire body. And this, like I said, this was his second autoimmune disease that he had had. And we were getting, again, the same things from the doctors. There's not really much we can do but here's some creams, here come do these light treatments, these will help your symptoms. And that's what they were looking for. They just were looking to try and ease the symptoms as much as they could, but there was no cause for it. There was no way to really fix it. And my gut and everything that I had learned in my college education was telling me, um, don't settle for this. You know, this, this isn't true. There's got to be an underlying cause of this. Uh, well, I was going at the same time to a chiropractor because I had, like I said, I had gained 80, over 80 pounds. And I have a back problem. So I've got scoliosis in my mid-spine. My cervical spine actually curves the wrong way. I got whiplash a few times in my life. And my cervical spine uh, doesn't sit over my body. It sits out front. So it causes a lot of muscle tension in my upper back and in my neck. And then I also have an arthritis spur in my cervical spine. So that, it rubs, you know, it's a bone bone rubbing on each other. Uh, and that can be very uncomfortable and cause some uh, muscular and ligament problems as well. And then in my lower back, in my lumbar spine, I've actually got compressions. So my sacral joint slips out of place, making it really hard to walk. And I am frequently, you know, frequently just out of the blue will just start limping and this still occasionally happens, but as long as I stay in shape, not so much. It only happens once in a while, and I can usually work it out on my own. But at the time, having the back problems and then gaining the weight, and after going through pregnancy and having all of your ligaments loosen up and all of that, I was to the point where it was hard for me to get out of bed. I had headaches almost 24 hours a day, sometimes really excruciating, and my back hurt almost nonstop. So I was struggling. I wasn't going up the stairs. I would save, you know, loads of clothes and all of these things so that I'd only have to walk up the stairs one time because my joints hurt and I couldn't get down on the floor and play with my kids and get back up and everything. My whole life was starting to be affected in a negative way by my health and weight. And so we, Tim got referred to a naturopath which started looking at our nutrition. And he had us write out sort of what we'd been eating for the last few days. It was, I think it was five days or something that he had us sort of log what we were eating and report back to him. And in that time, I was also, my chiropractor was a wellness chiropractor. And he started talking to me more and more about nutrition and about, he started recommending that I do some Pilates mat work to increase the strength of my spine and also to decrease the compression on my spine because there was so much compression on the discs of my spine and they were pinching nerves and that was causing a lot of my pain. So I started doing that and we went to this naturopath. The naturopath looked at our diet and he said immediately, you are eating too much gluten, 
by far and the amount of dairy that you're intaking should probably be um, cut out or reduced also. So that was the first thing he had us do was cut out gluten and dairy completely. And I didn't cut everything out because Tim was the one who had the psoriasis and so, but he did, he cut out um, the gluten and dairy completely and over about eight months, I, it went away, he cured himself of psoriasis. The craziest thing was within about three days of him stopping the gluten and dairy, you could see the psoriasis going away. The pink skin underneath the psoriasis was popping through and looked healthy. And it was, it was that fast. And it was to us miraculous. We couldn't believe what we were seeing. So it wasn't very hard. We started, you know, the, the life changes, the nutritional changes sort of came naturally because we could see we had something so obvious a uh, reason to do it. So I started doing the Pilates more because I found that every single time that I would get down on the floor and do 15 to 20 minutes of Pilates, my back wouldn't hurt for the rest of the day. My headaches would go away. I felt better all around, had more energy even. Everything sort of felt better because I was doing that. So that kept me on track. That it was very motivating for me and so I stayed consistent with that and then also gradual nutrition changes over time. I cut out the soda completely. I really started watching my intake of fruit juices and anything that I knew had sugar in it. I was switched everything to whole grains so I didn't, you know, I was no longer doing all of the white flowers of things. Everything changed to whole grains and I also started adding in things that had more fiber and paying attention to making sure I got my vegetables and that if I was eating bread it was um, a high fiber whole grain organic you know more of the healthy fats things like that in it just by paying attention to those things and grabbing a different like loaf of bread off of the shelf for example changed my life drastically over time and it didn't seem like anything drastic because I was doing it so gradually so that's how I coach now is gradual steps that don't feel overwhelming so that then it's more doable it's more can we can stay more consistent with things when it's not drastic um, I started with nutrition in my career so what happened was my kids got old enough that they were starting elementary school. And this was what I had been waiting for to start my career because I I knew when my kids were really little, I, I wasn't at a place where I was comfortable putting them in childcare. And because my husband was an electrician and he was making more money than I was, I just said, okay, you work, I'm gonna do my some more schooling, I'll do some online college and take a couple local classes and do whatever I can that way. And then when we get to a place where the kids are in school, I will get a, you know, I'll start my career then. So I had, I was really, my plan had always been when I was young to go to college and then have a career right out of college. And so this was something I'd really wanted and I'd really been waiting for it. But like I said, I had no idea yet what I wanted to do really. I knew that I liked the science. I knew I liked the math. I knew I liked health. Um, but I was still just starting to lose weight in my early 30s and just starting to feel good again, just starting my mindset work. So I was, I had a lot of really unhealthy relationships with people because in my earlier years, I didn't really know 
what I, w- what I was doing communication-wise and with my how to set boundaries with people and all of the things that are important for having healthy relationships, I just had never seen. So I didn't have that to go off of and I didn't, I didn't have any good real role models showing me this is what love looks like within a, a friendship relationship or this is how your significant other or your boyfriend's supposed to treat you or any of that stuff I was really just winging it so when I got into my 30s and I started doing a lot of self-improvement and really in looking more internal taking accountability and not trying to get out of the victim role because in my 20s I mean, I call the the 20s were my victim years. So the 20s were, I just adopted it. I just was like, life's not fair. I Why did I have to go through everything that I went through as a kid? Why, you know, why didn't I have supportive parents that wanted me in sports and that would come to my events? Or why didn't I have um, money when I was a kid so that I could go on the trips that my friends went on with our classes and you know things like that where I just started sort of feeling sorry for myself and feeling like I was just a victim of circumstance and I wasted a lot of years in my 20s doing that and I um, negatively affected my life over and over and over again because I just didn't know how to deal with certain uh, situations. So in my early 30s when I started doing all the mindset work I had so much to fix because I didn't have healthy relationships yet I had a lot of people in my life so the majority of my relationships weren't healthy I wasn't being treated fairly and I wasn't treating people fairly and I had set it up that way so I can't blame anybody else because I played an important role in every relationship that I've ever had and now I know that Um, but when I was you know in my 30s that was when everything changed so I'm 39 years old now and over the last 10 years was when I've done the majority of my work on myself in my life. And that when I got to the mindset work, that was when everything changed for the better. All of my relationships, everything in my life, my hobbies, everything changed. Everything because I started losing weight. I started gaining confidence. I started eating clean, which meant I wasn't putting chemicals into my body anymore that was that were affecting my moods and causing me to be depressed and tired and not want to do things and when I that you know the mindset work is really when I the because I was doing the mindset work that was what gave me the strength really to start my business so about five years ago I decided that all everything that I had learned um, I had really dove in to the nutrition when when everything started happening with Tim and his psoriasis and when he started when his psoriasis started going away I just it was it was sort of an awakening for me I guess you could say I started reading everything that I could about nutritional deficiencies and how they affected our physiology and our metabolism and our endocrine systems and you know our hormones and everything and I realized that what we were ingesting caused so many of the the normal everyday ailments and illnesses that we hear about every day can be caused 
by our nutrition and they also can be mitigated through nutrition and oftentimes um, I you know I can't say the word cure because I'm not a doctor but through nutrition I have seen you know amazing things with people where they no longer have symptoms of something that they were told would would always be there for you know with them so it's just amazing and that's sort of where I why I found nutrition so about five years ago, I decided I was going to start a wellness business. And the idea behind the wellness business um, was that I could bring on other professionals that specialized in different areas of wellness and sort of have them all under one roof as a one-stop kind of shop for women. So physical therapy, personal trainers, chiropractor, acupuncture, massage therapy. I, I kind of wanted to have everything under one roof and do it that way um and i found i met an amazing girl who was really into fitness at the time and since i had the nutrition side of things and i'd been doing quite a bit of pilates and i started working with a personal trainer trainer a little bit i she started doing the fitness end of things and i started doing the nutrition side well she was a lot younger than me it didn't end up working out because she had she still hadn't had her babies. There were still a lot of things that she had to do. And, and, and anybody who's ever started a business knows um, how time-consuming that is. 60-plus hours a week, and, and it's really difficult. So when she – it ended up not working out, and within about five days, I went down and got my personal trainer certification so that I could start training our boot camp classes so that she could do what she the things that she needed to take care of. And I, when I started teaching boot camp, it was not something that I thought that I was going to love the way that I did. And I just loved it. And I really, it was the one-on-one, -on -one, the FaceTime with all of my clients and really learning what women struggle with across the board and seeing how I could help that was really amazing. And the fitness was just one side of it. People would come in because they wanted to lose weight, so they obviously knew they needed fitness for that. But they would come in for fitness, and I would end up coaching them in different areas. So I would talk a lot about health and metabolism and um, different ways that I could make them see why things were happening within their body the way that they were. And then also the mindset work that I had already done also played into that. And then also, you know, I also know a, a quite a bit about essential oils. That was one of the things that I used when I was still learning in the beginning was essential oils. And so, you know, by the time I started my, my career, I had all of these different things from my background that I had used and that I knew, you know, the, the education that I had was pretty extensive. And so I just found that, it, you know, how awesome is this that I can work with these women across the board? So that's what I have done now for about five years, but I did it in person until about a year ago. And I still am coaching in person. I still do have a local studio where I'm a personal trainer and I still do coach um, in person, but about a year ago, I decided to start trying to find a way to coach more women and get my message to more people. So when I, I acknowledge that when I'm sitting in front of one person and we're talking back and forth about a topic, I'm giving her valuable information, but she's I'm only giving that information to one person. So with online coaching, I realized I could make a video about a topic 
that might end up hitting a few hundred people or maybe a few thousand people. And even if a small percentage of those people get something from that video, I've still helped more people than I would have saying it to that one person. So that was for that was a light bulb moment for me and I just said okay I really need to start doing more online coaching and so I didn't I'm just now actually starting the online coaching within the last six months but I've been building my academies and that sort of thing trying to get all of my online stuff set up behind the scenes and then I've done you know one round of my eight week no bs wellness academy and through that academy, what I've really learned is that we can be supportive of each other in ways that aren't typical these days. And by building online communities, it makes it easier to do that. I can do live videos in a group on Facebook and support my girls so much easier than having to make a phone call to each one of them individually to check in if that makes sense so you know one thing that is super important in this podcast is that I've learned we as women need to be lifting each other up much more than we do and we're all going through such similar situations and it seems really I guess ironic to me and sad that we try so hard to live up to these expectations that we put on ourselves that are not at all realistic and that no one else would ever um, expect for us. So when I started doing my coaching in person, I really fell in love with these women and realized that it doesn't, it's, it's infinite. The love that you feel for other women becomes infinite when you realize that we're all in the same boat. We're all living essentially um, the same scenarios. We generally go through very similar things in our lives that we struggle with. We, the, we have the same body image issues and we have the same Uh, doubts about ourselves and low self-esteem and depression and all all these things are are real to every single woman that I've probably ever met because none of us are perfect right and unless you're perfect I don't see how you could get away from any of those things so what I want to do is make everybody love each other so hard that they feel honored that their soul, you know, honor each other's souls. And I want everybody to be able to feel that. So in this podcast, just know that I am here because I believe in you. Um, I don't have to know you personally to believe in you because I've seen so many miraculous things in my life. And I am a spiritual person who believes that we all have um, immense capabilities at expansion and whatever you know, whatever we can get through in our lives, like the sky's the limit. You know, of course, not everybody's going to have the same tools as someone else, so they're not going to be able to grow the same way someone else does. And we're all on our own paths and all of that. But if we honor each other and acknowledge that we don't have to be perfect in order to be amazing, you know, if we look at each other that way and look start looking at ourselves that way, 
and realizing that we have deep value. We have deep-seated beauty and a place in this world. We are all here for a reason, and that's to shine our own light on our surroundings, on the people around us. And that light ripples forever. So it just goes on and on. And the more secure you get with yourself and the more confident you get with yourself and the more you follow the laws of the universe and ethics and become a better and better person, that starts shining out It and it ripples. It really, every it, you start attracting that back into your life and it, improves your own life and everyone around you so mindset is one of one of the things that I think is the most overlooked um, aspects of wellness and if if we're not mindful of the things that we're thinking and the things that we're feeling and why we're thinking and feeling those things then it's really hard to grow the way that I believe we're intended to so you know, with this podcast, my intention is really just for everyone to become more of themselves and learn more techniques on how to, you know, grow to whatever extent you want to grow. So it's not my job to push you to grow. It's not my, in my opinion, it's not my place to tell you the type of person that you need to be or who you should be. Um, my job is more to educate you on the possibilities out there and to encourage you to follow your own truth and follow your own path and do the things that are going to fulfill you. And ultimately, those things are going to shine out of you and affect the people around you and make the world a better place, if if that all makes sense. So, um, so if you do want to share this podcast, I would really appreciate it uh, and I'm just getting started, so to help me grow, you know, I'll continue to help you guys with your growth, and if, if you could continue to help me with my growth, I, I desperately uh, uh, appreciate it. So I you can join me on my free Facebook groups. I'm always trying to give out as much information as I can so that we can live the best, healthiest, happiest lives that we can. And in this group, I do live video coaching as well as posting my, my eBooks and a lot of freebies in there. So that's at facebook.com slash groups slash Jure Pearson Coaching. Um, and you can also find me at talachiwellness.com. Talachi Wellness is T-A-L-A-C-H-E wellness.com. Or you can just Google Jure Pearson Coaching or Talachi Wellness and you will find me in all sorts of different mediums across the web. So um, I am just, I'm really, really happy to do this this is going to be super exciting and i'm going to be doing topics on across the board on all sorts of different topics you know i i love all of you no matter what your background is or where you're at on your spiritual path but i will be talking a little bit about being connected you know with actually a lot probably about being connected with each other and being connected with the universe and and really expanding you know leveling up in this world so that's what I'm all about so all right you guys I just I, I am so appreciative thank you thank you thank you and I will see you back here in the next podcast